Hello. Hi. Well, hello yo, there. Yo, what's going on? Okay. Welcome. Welcome. We are in recording mode now. <laughs> As they so, say in the old days, to the break of dawn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hi. 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 Well, welcome to Purple Mom, creating an epic life. I'm so glad you took time out of your schedule today on this Juneteenth and Father's Day weekend. How about that? Ah, you know, what a special weekend. For, for us men, which is, uh, I was looking at something the other day where we ranked uh, this holiday is like number 20th on the list, uh, somewhere down there. So, so much for the fathers, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so with um, Juneteenth, they are making it a holiday now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just saw uh, Biden, I think, uh, signed it into law yesterday. Um, what was it, Friday or, or Thursday? Oh, okay. One of those days, all the days just seem to run in together with me now. It's like, yes. oh, okay, it's Monday. <laughs> oh, okay, it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that, that goes to show how fast life is, right? Uh, you know, and you know what's funny? Because I work with kids and I hear the kids, even with the kids, they're like, man, time is flying. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you know, you, you, you heard your parents say, oh, when you get older, time is going to fly and all this kind of stuff. But I'm hearing kids talking about how time is flying. So for whatever that's worth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, um, Purple Mom here today. You are hearing the voice of Mr. Patrick Lennon himself, former Major League Baseball player, business owner, inspirational, motivational speaker. <laughs> awesome list, awesome, awesome. So, um, again, thank you. Um, oh, my pleasure. And, thank you and, for having me. And kudos what you're doing for the kids today. Um, and I guess we can just kick it off with um, what's one thing that you wish you had known before you begin your career? And um, we can just let this flow. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, I think one of the biggest things is, is that when I look at my career and, and one of the biggest things I would have, I, I wish I would have known is that everybody that's with you ain't for you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, cause I, you know, coming up in a small town and you know, when you're, when people, when you establish that you're pretty good at something, everybody kind of rallies around you or what have you, you know, so your coaches are, you know, all friends of, um, of family members. And so all of them are doing their part to try to help you. But then when you get into the professional game, you realize that every coach is not there because he wants to be a coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and everybody don't want to see somebody go to a level for which they didn't achieve. Mm. And so dealing with that mm -hmm. was a shock to my my young system, so to say. Oh, OK. OK. All right. And, and as oh, far as me. I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, I guess you can, a, a better word would be my, my naive, my naiveness, ah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so go ahead, my, my fault. Mine is, um, what I've, what I have known before is just really staying true to me mm -hmm. because yeah. it's so easy, of course, and I'm, here's my word, cultural conditioning and you, you lose yourself out there, you know? Oh, yeah, that's the, and that's another one, you know, uh, man, you know, if you can just stay true, if you, especially if you've been raised with good standards and good morals and all these things, 
that if you could just stay in that, despite all the craziness that's going on around you and people trying to convince you that, you know, being being a servant and being good is, you know, uh, doesn't work, you know, and then you get called up and now you basically you're fighting yourself now because you got up you, you, to me there was a battle going on inside of me where there was the good me and the bad, you know, and what people could trying to convince me what I should be. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, in order to achieve my goals and my dreams. And, and I mean, that battle went, you know, went on for years before I finally said, you know what, I'm just going to be me. I don't mm-hmm. like who I've been conditioned to be and who I've been told to be. Let me get back to just being the man that my father raised me to be. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Same, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it, life, yeah. life lessons learned on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, and some of them, unfortunately, because, you know, I mean, for myself and, and for yourself, you, you know, when you're raised in a small town, uh, it's, as you said, you, you're in a small, 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 small part of the world. <laughs> There's this big old world out there that you have no idea about. Yeah. until you get out there into it and you had nobody to really teach you about it to, to prepare you for it and so you know so a lot of it had to be trial and error yes you know and um or what have you but that's the great thing about it this is what i say to people i mean to my kids i said what if i went through what i went through for you mm-hmm. so therefore i can now give you insight because of what i went through but therein is a part of being what I ref- what I refer to my, as my life as being now is servitude. Mm-hmm. That everything I went through wasn't about me, per se. Mm-hmm. It was about being. It was about learning the lessons, growing, so therefore I could help somebody else get through. Awesome. Yep. 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 Yeah. You know, if that makes sense to the people, I mean. Uh, and I mean, my ever since I went back to my, you know, that attitude, it just, you know what. You just go out each and every day and just try to be the best you do, that you can be. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, not to say we don't have problems because life is full of problems. I mean, mm-hmm. I heard this guy speak one day saying, we're either in a storm, coming out of a storm, or heading into a storm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it appears to be that way. But what I realize is that you have control of how you deal with your storms. Mm-hmm. So the inner peace is going to allow you to go through all the things that life is throwing at you and still maintain that level for which you can enjoy what's going, you know, enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah, that inner peace is, is key. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, it's, and now, no, anybody that tries to threaten my inner peace, now they have to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right there. And that goes into uh, another question that I had was, uh, as far as um, uh, what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it and just to tie into that just you know to to intertwine with that statement there mine you know with the inner peace is me thinking another person will make me happy and things (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Chasing things, yo, yo, when I get this, I'm gonna be happy. Yeah. yeah. When you and when you get that, the void is still there. And so now you got to chase something else or you got to get more of it. Oh my God. Uh, you know, thank God I'm not in those places in life anymore. Yeah. You know. But I so, learned those biggest um the, the the failures, 
that you know it's life lessons learned yeah 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 let me tell you what Sherry, I, I have in for me now and when i look back over my life and i look at some of the things that have taken place I don't necessarily look at them as failures anymore. I just look at them as growing experiences mm-hmm. uh, or what have you more than anything else that, you know, those, everything that I went through was preparation for my tomorrow, for my today. Mm-hmm. So I may have not been uh, equipped at, be- at the beginning, but I learned through the process. So I turned my failures, at what, what one would perceive as failures into success. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when, you know, to me, and that when a person initially fails, it doesn't mean that you don't have what it takes. It just means you don't know what needs to be done. And so you need to learn and grow in the process. So when you get called up in the process, then you can have the success you want. Because success and failure are just processes. Which mm-hmm. whatever one you operate in the most is what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so I, I've learned from everything I've gone through, and, okay. and and I thank God for it because uh, many of the things that I've gone through are the direct reason why I'm in the place that I'm in now because God used those things to shape me and mold me, oh, yeah. as the Bible, you know, as the Bible would say, to put me in the fiery furnace because there were a lot of things that I, you know, I learned about myself that I, when I look at, I'm like, I don't like that about me. And so now let me go through and let me be willing to let God take me through what I need to go through in order to become a better me. Awesome. 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 Wow. Oh, and it, it ain't fun. Oh, <laughs> it ain't fun. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't fun at first, man. There was a many a nights when me and God were, were, were tussling, <laughs> you know, uh, or what have you. But then when I came to a place, when I said, you know what, I, I believe I can trust God. Mm, yeah, and then, no and when I came to that place of saying, I believe I can trust God. If what I, I understood what He was doing in my life, what I even liked what He was doing in my life, I trust Him with my life. So therefore, whatever I'm going through, it's you know there is the humanistic part of us or what have you. But I now take and I grasp that part of me and say, No, you don't get to control this this ship anymore. Mm, yeah. You, you, you know, this is, God is leading me now. I'm trusting in him and the directions for which he's looking to take me in. And I'm looking to become, so if I'm going to be what I refer to as forever learned, that means I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I got to, I got to be willing to under, to know that God is doing something that I may not understand that's taking me to a place for which I don't know how to get to. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 concur what you're saying there i look at it as real life realization for mm-hmm. myself as well with that real growth and uh when you start doing the work and peeling back those layers oh boy <laughs> yeah yeah the not so fun part <laughs> oh, no. nope. when you have to realize that the source of most of your problems is not everybody else is you oh yeah yeah <laughs> and and the, and that three-letter word ego you know, <laughs> <laughs> ego, pride. Ego. Oh my God. You, you yes. Know. Yes. Uh, uh, and when you drop that E, it means go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, I, I look back and I, man, I had a, a PhD in pride. 
Oh, hey, I remember you in high school, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, And that yes. was one of the first things that had to go uh, when I started to make it, you know, the transition into yeah. a better state of mind and, uh, and coming to a, a better, uh, another state of my relationship with God was... Uh, uh, Pat, uh, you know, no, it doesn't say you don't have, you know, I'm going to, I'm looking to strip you of your confidence, mm -hmm. but that insecurity, which is fueling your pride and your ego has mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Self-realization, real life. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because what, yeah. Yeah. Because really when we, when a person is, is operating in ego and pride is I've come to realize that the heart of that is insecurity. Mm-hmm. You know, secure mm -hmm. people don't have to let you know what's always on their mind and have to always straighten you out and have to always know that they know more than you. Mm -hmm. oh, but insecure yeah. people have to always uh, try to pretend like they know more than you. You know, they, 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 they master, you know, they, they master everything, <laughs> but know nothing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, another question, uh, Patrick is um let's see here what uh, let's see how I should say it. what what advice would you give someone that that wanted to pursue a career similar to yours because you you left high school at well not high school but you you started out very young um on your successful career path yeah I mean yeah I left high school you know um as a the number, well, number eight pick in the first round of the MLB draft. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's funny because I was just thinking about the same subject uh, uh, earlier today about how did I get to where I was? Mm -hmm. How did it happen? Well, the reality is I wasn't chasing anything. <laughs> you know, I wasn't chasing Major League Baseball. I wasn't chasing uh, uh, you know, because I became an all-stater in basketball and, you know, all these things, you know, at one point in time, yeah. I, I was the first Mr. North Carolina, but I wasn't chasing those things. Yeah. I was just going out each and every day, just trying to be the best me that I could be. Oh yeah. Because I did not, you know, what, what a lot of people don't know is that I failed you know, as so, as we would say, I was not very good early and that was my motivation. Mm -hmm. My motivation was the fact that I could, you know, I'm not comfortable with, uh, with so-called failure and, and all these things. So I, that was my motivation that when everybody else was going out and, 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 and playing in the park and doing, and, you know, and all these things, I was, you know, growing up on a farm, I was doing things that I didn't even realize that were making me better as an athlete. Ah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> you, you, you know? Cause it was, I had to find a way to entertain myself. And so, you know, you're out doing things like, for instance, I took a broomstick and I cut it in half and I put it at the tree at the end of my driveway. And we had these little pebble rocks. And every day when I got home off the bus, I would grab that little, that broomstick and start trying to hit those little pebble rocks. Well, I had just the year before I was the worst player in the league. Oh, wow. And doing that, all of a sudden that, that made that gave me better hand-to-eye coordination. So I started off just trying to make contact. It eventually became, let me see how far I could hit the rocks. Mm -hmm. So the next year when I went back and played, the guy who was the worst player in the league 
the kid that when you had two outs and he was coming to hit, everybody said, get your gloves, Pat's hitting. <laughs> we, uh, the third out is here and we get me to go play defense. I became the best player in the league. Ah, look at so, that. So, what, so going back to your question, I did not pursue anything. All I did was go out each and every day and try to become the best that I could be. Yeah. And then I feel that when you go out and you do that, whatever you're great at will start pursuing you. Mm-hmm. Well said. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Look, once you master the process, you don't have to pursue. See, you don't have to pursue. This is the thing. We got, we're, we've been programmed and trained to think we have to pursue stuff. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that when you get called up and you're doing and you're becoming a little better at something every day, and when you get to a certain point, you don't have to chase success. Success will start chasing you. So I had all these people now coming from all over the country to come to Whiteville, North Carolina to watch me play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, many times 28 teams, uh, 28 scouts sitting in the stands watch, you know, coming to see me in yeah. Whiteville, North Carolina. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't I didn't get on the phone and say, hey scouts, Patrick Lennon. No, the word when when pe- when you do something at a high level, yeah. the word gets out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You was all over the newspaper too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know? And the, the word is I mean it's no different than what I'm doing, you know, than what I came and started uh doing here after I retired. Mm-hmm. I uh partnered with a couple of, matter of fact, at the time, I wasn't even a partner. I came in and said, listen, the guy said, Pat, you're an ex-player, da, 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 da. Hey, come in and we're going to work with kids and train kids and do all this stuff. Well, long story short, I started with 12 kids. One week, well, actually three weeks, four, three to four weeks later, I was working with over 50 kids. Wow. Awesome. One year later, I had, I was working Monday through Saturday and over 70, 80 kids, and then had a waiting list of people wanting to work with me. Mm, awesome. And all I focused on was every day just coming to the place and giving it my all, making yeah. sure that everybody that worked with me knew that they were getting the best of me. Yes. And, and it's, um, it's like mastering yourself. You're learning to master yourself all over again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because how many times do we say we want, you know, we want something, but we're unwilling to do what it takes to get it. Okay. And then many times when we get it, we un- we're unwilling to take, we're unwilling to do what it takes to keep it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, you know, matter of fact, uh, who was it? That might have been, I can't say TDJ, so whomever it was, I heard talking. I listened to so many people, you know, because, the, you know, it's listening, you know, and learning or uh, what have you. See, uh, just for a minute. People see people always think that you have to be around somebody for them to mentor you. And the reality is all you have to do is be able to have access to them through their videos, through their books and all this. Mm-hmm. And, it, and some people can mentor you without even knowing you. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> getting back, you know, it's like saying one of those things of we what do we have to do is in terms of you can have talent and your talent t- can get you somewhere. But your attitude and your work ethic can't keep you there. Oh yeah, exactly. That work and, ethic is huge. Uh, you know, showing up every day, showing yeah. up every day. You know, regardless of the situation, regardless of how you feel. You know, 
I went through a divorce when I was going, you know, in the, when I actually not soon after I started to, you know, at that transition out of my career mm -hmm. and not one person knew that I was going through a divorce and I was crushed. Mm -hmm. But when I stepped inside, when it was time for me to go to work, mm -hmm. my partner, even my partner looked at me and said, man, how do you do that? He said, you walked in this place looking like you were the walking dead. And mm -hmm. soon as it was time to go to work, there was another side that came out of you, like, like you know, like, like you had no problems in life. Yeah. I said, exactly, because the people that I'm dealing with don't want to hear my problems. They're paying me for a service. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's showtime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's part of being a professional, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what's going on, show up and give it your best. Yes. Operate always with a mentality of excellence. Yes. Yep. Awesomeness, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. And um, I think we have about five, six more minutes here. Mm -hmm. um, any any resources out there that has helped you along the way uh, other than the Bible? <laughs> you, you know, reading books. I mean, I, I remember back uh, in when I first, because one of the things a lot of people don't know is that I went through a bout of, the, of depression. I mean, where I was just down and out and really didn't feel like life was worth living. Mm -hmm. And at that point, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Do you continue to let the feelings and the voices in your head talk you out of life? Or do you take initiative and start talking yourself into life? Mm -hmm. So one of the first people that I back in the day was this guy that's now huge is Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins came out with this this motivational stuff and um and I you know as a matter of fact I tell people always invest invest in your future. Mm -hmm. So I invested in these tapes or whatever and I started reading these you know taking in these tapes or whatever and now constantly reading books other than Bible T D Jakes. I do a lot of spiritual stuff as well as I'm always taking in articles and stuff on, you know, and reading stuff about different things because I like to have an, an idea about what's going on in the world and, and have some insight or what have you. But I would say, you know, it's for me right now, a lot of the st information that I'm taking in is along the line of uh, understanding the mindset, how the mind works and all this kind of stuff. Because that's the most important thing. The most important tool you have on this earth is your mind. Oh yeah. The most the most important commodity you have on this earth is your time. Mm -hmm. And so you have to understand the, the what time is, and therefore that anything that you give time to, you have deemed that thing valuable. And if your mind ain't right, though, you can't take advantage of your time. Exactly. Exactly. So hopefully that answers your question is the fact that I'm just I've, I've, I've taken a lot of stuff that is dealing with the mind and, and, uh, and you know, and my spirituality, you know, because of always looking to be a better version of myself every mm -hmm. day. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I, I, too, um, have been on this journey for years um, in so many words, rediscovering myself. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, and it's, it is believe me. It's ongoing. It is a journey. Yeah. It's like exactly. I, it's like if you could unzip your head and just declutter, just shake everything out that you learned, yeah. and then zip it back up. And it's like exactly. okay, here, this is this is me. This is what you're gonna get. <laughs> you you know what's funny though, is that what I've come to understand, realize, 
I'm really finding out who I am. Mm-hmm. Because once I took off all the excuses, uh, put away, you know, the um, all these things that were that were binding me, you know, you ain't this and you ain't that people labeling you and all the mm-hmm. labels that you took on and put on yourself. Mm-hmm. Then once you take all those labels off and you really start exploring you, you come to find out who you really are. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm discovering right now. I mean, if you'd have told me ten years ago, fifteen years, well, ten years ago that I was a motivational, inspirational speaker, that 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 was in my future, I'd have been like, "What are you talking about?" Mm-hmm. Okay, if you'd have told me ten years into my career before I started my, you know, the business of working with kids and teaching kids and doing this right here, that that's what I would been I would have been doing. I'd have been, "What are you talking about?" I have people telling me now that you miss your calling because you should have been, you, you know, you should have, you should have been a life coach. You should have been this and that. And that, that was only over time. And that I discovered about me, mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't something that I knew about me and didn't, but here's the thing. When I look back through my life, God was giving me glimpses of me, but I was not seeing them, mm-hmm. you know, because I look back and I see the times when I was willing to teach. I see the times when I was willing to inspire, Mm -hmm. but those things were not important to me at that particular time. Mm -hmm. So there is hidden gifts and treasures in everybody that they don't know about or they have minimized. And those, those things are the things that God has placed in you because those are the things that are, if you want the true happiness that you seek it, it's in those things, the things for which you've been truly gifted at, not just the job, chasing after a dollar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well said. Well said. Thank you very much for that. And oh, um, my... yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My pleasure. You know, listen, we could we could talk all day. Yeah. I mean, when I to me, when I get, you know, and here's one. Of, that's another thing. Sherry, I, I, I was very quiet. I was not yes. the type of person who would talk a lot, you know. Yeah. I, I, and now here I am. I make my living talking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> don't, don't, don't figure. You know, when I I tell the people all the time, I say when I come home, I don't talk to nobody. I don't I don't like talking. But when <laughs> but when there's this anointing gift that when I get into a certain situation, mm-hmm. the anointing, the gift takes over. So mm-hmm. less of me, more of God. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> And yeah. all we have to do is just be willing to do what God has placed in us. Yeah, and get out of get out it, of our own way. You yes, because we can flow. Yes. Just flow. Yes, because we can hinder yeah. the gift. You know, we the one, we are the ones that put limitations on our lives, not God. Oh, oh yeah. You know, we accept we accept the limitations for which society has put on us, mm-hmm. and saying you can't be this and you can't do that. You know, you, you know, for whatever it may be, you, you know, you ain't pretty enough. You, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, you know, you're not smart enough. You, you know, all these kind of things that we now accept as our reality are the things that we, that somebody has planted a seed and you started to grow and then watering the seed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And none of it is based in truth, you know, in real truth about who you are and what you can do. Yeah, it goes back to that culture and conditionally limited beliefs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I got a video that, about that same subject matter of how we, how our environments have stifened our growth. Oh, yeah. How, and uh, 
that if we can get out of the environment and get into a new environment, then you can start realizing things about yourself and you will start seeing the world in a different way. Right. Where most people, where a lot of people say, well, I, I'm stuck in this town, this thing called a book. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm stuck, you know, no, you can, you can take on podcasts now, you can, you can go online, you can search out information now. Yes. Yeah. But many times, what do we do? We spend most of our time entertaining ourselves instead of educating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then we wonder why come nothing is changing because you have no, if you could get what you want with what you have, you would have it now. Mm-hmm. But because- you can't, because you, you can't get it because not because you can't, you know, you don't have what it takes, but you're unwilling to do what it takes. Mm-hmm. So excuses become the mantra for which you live by. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have learned life lessons learned that Sherry talked about. Um, everything that we look for, we need, everything is within us, within that body structure that really, really starts with that strong mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, um, oh, yeah. and, and when you really, to peel back those layers and do the work on yourself, you to really rediscover who the hell you are, you know, and show up, uh, just let uh, it go. And, 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 do what we out here to do in the world around the world to to help serve give back to people help communities um yep. yeah and, as my word is help people feel juicy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you, you know exactly you know regardless of what's going on don't let yeah. don't let what's going on talk you out of who you are Exactly. You, you, you know, and what you're trying to accomplish and what you want to do. Because if you do that, then you're never going to accomplish your goals and your dreams because there's going to always be something going on. Yeah. So and, many and, people are held back because of distractions. Yes, yes. And, and, and I know we have to wrap this up soon. But <laughs> one thing um, for the audience, for those listening, watch who you take advice from. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who, who, who are you getting your advice from? Are, is that person where you want to get to? Or, or uh, how is that person? I mean, we that's another thing that I hear and see. Who are you? Just be mindful. It's like those Please. five friends that you hang out with. Just be yeah, mindful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're hanging out with five friends. You're talking about your husband and, and uh, the four of them are, are divorced or have no man in their lives. Yeah. Why are you listening? You know, I mean, two two broke people talking about money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. So you know, there's, there's a passage in the Bible that you know that it talks about the the, the dumb will follow the dumb into a ditch. You, you know, <laughs> kind of ad living it a little bit, but uh, a fool will follow another fool into the ditch. Well, I mean, <laughs> quit. You know, as you just said, quit listening to people who are who. I hate to put it this way, you but, can who say are, it. but who are below you or at the same level as you. Low you energy to, people. Yes, you got to start listening to people who have what you want. <laughs> Opposed and getting your getting some advice from them. Opposed to these people who are at the same place as you and below you yeah. who have no more information and knowledge than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they are help. <laughs> They, they, they will help pursue, but yeah, yeah, we can go on that another topic about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 
that's a whole, that's a, yeah, that's a whole other show within itself right there. Yes, 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 yes. But before we end, uh, where can the listeners connect with you um, online, social media? What's your, what's your jam? Yeah, right now I'm on one platform in terms of, well, Facebook, of course, and then okay. Insta- Instagram, P-L-E-N-N-1991. P-L-E-N-N that's my Insta- <laughs> Yeah, that's the, that's the Instagram uh, post, um, uh, info and everything. But and then, like I said, I'm on Facebook. And I mean, you know, I'm just starting. So okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling my way out, and um, and you know I guess you could say I'm 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 gaining information from certain people, trial yeah. by error. I, yeah. I think one of the, matter of fact, I had some friends. So I'm like, hey, you need to get on TikTok, and I'm like, yeah, everything has due season and due time. I, I don't, you know, you don't come out and you 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 a baby doesn't come out and try to play and try to run with the bigger kids. You have to you 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 have to gradually elevate yourself and come to a place for which you're ready to be in that arena. And I feel now that I'm slowly getting to that place, and I may even be ready, and I may be even hindering myself because I'm on my own worst critic. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's uh you know because so that's the way it is. But you know so maybe I need to go ahead and and jump out the box and jump out into the deep right now and go ahead and jump into it. I think I'm probably more ready now than what I, well, I don't, I definitely know I'm more Absolutely. ready now than what I was because one thing there is, Charity, understand this in life, it's impossible to do something a little bit better every day and stay the same. Mm. Well said. Well said. So, but okay. what are you commit? Yeah, but what are you committed to every day? Yeah. That becomes the catch. Oh, but yeah. if you if you find something, commit to it every day. There's it's impossible to stay the same. And a lot of times, you won't even see your growth. You just look back and go, "Wow, look how far I've come." Mm-hmm. Small wins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All righty. Well, anything else before we sign off here? Off a of purple mom creating an epic life. <laughs> you know. It's kind of like that, what I end up all my videos with now. You know, enjoy your lives, make the most out of your lives, but most importantly, don't waste your lives. Well, damn. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and there you on that note, um, everyone, I we wish you a very happy Juneteenth Father's Day weekend on this June 19th, 2021, this beautiful Saturday. And again. We um, thank you again, Mr. Patrick Lennon. And, um, and my la- my question I like to end with is uh, something to to for the audience to always think about is what does living a juicy lifestyle look to you? So thank you and much success to everyone, especially you, Patrick, on this journey, this beautiful journey called life. And I'm so glad that we connected, and we will. Be back with you guys soon, so stay tuned. All right? Thank you. We do. Thank you. Thank you.